Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those of you who are wanting to really rock your life and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. I am excited to be here today, joined by my wife. This is my wife, Mrs. Alice. And my wife, Mrs. Ben. <laughs> we like to say wife, and people say, why do you like to do that? And it's like, well, when you've been deprived of something, like for my whole life, both our lifetimes, not to be allowed to be married mm. against the law in Australia, stupidly like it was, mm. I'm going to milk that Mrs. thing so much. <laughs> yeah, my wifey thing. Yeah, it is. You're my wifey. You're my Mrs. Wifey. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to jump on here and because people keep saying, Jen, what's the story? How would you guys meet? All that stuff. Because mm. we've found love later in life. Yeah. We've both had a bit of life to get to this point mm. and we found love and are deliciously happy. And we wanted to share that, um, yeah, you can find love at any age. Yeah. But you've got to show up for that to happen. You do. Yeah. So why don't we – we'll start at um, – you're a surfer and yeah. I'm a surfer and we both surf at the same place, Corumban Alley. Yeah. And it's uh, six and a half years ago now. Wow. We met in the surf one day and there's mm. this thing that if you surf the same time every day, you cross paths with people who surf the same kind of time and that's how you make friends out in the surf. Mm. And one day we crossed paths and we said yeah. g'day yeah. and I found you on Facebook and I sent you a message and you never wrote back? No. No. <laughs> Not for five years. We'll get to that. But I was really, uh, you know, I was travelling around the world as a speaker and doing my life and very focused and I had been single for a block of time, like years, and I was dating and all that kind of stuff, mm. but just still, you know, just doing life. And uh, we'd cross paths in the surf at different times mm. and you just kind of do the g'day. <laughs> I was intimidated by you. I was a beginner surfer and you were the surf teacher slash gun out in the surf. But just doing some instructing. Yeah, well, I was intimidated by her in a big way. I remember one day we crossed paths at the shower and I kind of went, oh, g'day, and I, I called you the name of another instructor at the alley and you went, no, that's not me, that's the other one. I went, okay. <laughs> just, just cement it that it was like, oh. So we did this dance. For yeah. like five years, I was straight then. You were straight. Mm. That's the other thing is I didn't know that you um that you were gay. I just mm. figured that you were straight. Yeah, like, how wrong of me to you... assume. Yeah, but that's how we'd met. Well, I was we had yes. Mm. So um, well, let's go there because you sent me a message eighteen months ago mm. and asked me out on a date. But what brought you to ask me out? Ah, well, I had. Let's go there. Yeah, I jumped the fence. <gasps> she did. Jumped the fence. Must have been about 57. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had an amazing relationship. Yep. With a trans man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I uh, went, wow, this is so different to any heterosexual relationship that I've had. Now I get it. Mm. get it what did you get uh, there was just the emotional connection yeah it was fantastic you mm. know and I'd never really understood the rules of engagement with men mm. you know and way of it. yeah and so I'd had that relationship 
and gone, wow, I'm never going back to mm. straight relationships again. I'm not going back to that. It felt like a desert mm. with men. An as much as I, I have, look, some of my best friends are men. Um, all of my best friends, my closest friends are all men. Yeah. Same deal. I have a son who I love dearly mm. just in terms of intimacy and relationship. It just it's didn't, it didn't click for me. Same. Yeah, so I jumped the fence mm. and... I also had had, I'd had a solid year of therapy to release post-traumatic stress and other forms of kind of trauma. Life stuff? Life stuff. Yeah, I'd been working through a lot of life stuff, very timely. And I'd done three sessions with on relationship readiness with, mm. a, with a couples counsellor, relationship therapist, because I just went, I get it now. I'm not completely messed up. Mm. I'm a, I'm a good person. I am worth loving. Mm. I I kind of came into myself and went. I'm I'm a good person. You are a good person. And I thought I'm not going to live out the rest of my life alone mm. because I wanted to be in a relationship. Yep. I knew very clearly then that I did want to be in a relationship, mm. and in fact, I knew I wanted to be married. Nice. Yeah, and so I, you know, we. We our paths had crossed in person, and mm. our paths had crossed on Facebook. Mm. And I'd always found you a very attractive woman. <gasps> <laughs> and um, the big daggy dyke. Once I knew where I was at in in myself and mm. in terms of intimacy and relationship, I knew that you didn't know and would I never am, figure I was out never going to ask her that so, I had jumped the fence. Yeah, and with that, I had dated women. I had fallen in love with women in the past who mm. had not been with a woman before, mm. and I and um, through life and everything, those relationships ended, and they lasted years and years and years, decades mm. in some cases. Uh, and I knew this time the relationship I wanted to go into the rest of my life was with someone who was just a zillion percent certain with their sexuality and that they wanted to be with women and stuff Yeah. versus someone that I fell in love with, different. Yeah. So I wanted someone to really, yeah, to be, uh, to own who they were. Yeah. Yeah. And incredibly, I was in that space. You've done this before. I didn't know. And you didn't know. So no, I didn't. I realised I had to take matters into my own hands. She did. She was all assertive. Yep. And I sent you a message <laughs> five years later, later <laughs> and asked you out on a date. You did. She asked me for a surf and a cuppa and a yarn. Yeah. I thought, who the hell uses the word yarn? I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so uh, I saw the message and just was having a, a bit of a stressful time yeah, in my life. Very stressful. Had uh, a bit of stuff going down. And uh, and I saw the message and I just went, yeah, I just want some joy in my life. And mm. I went, yes, let's catch mm. up tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went on a we went on a surf we date. Surfed. Yeah. We did. And uh, and it was pissing down rain. We yeah. went to the Blowing cafe. Shore. It was bloody horrible. <laughs> it was not the best surf disgusting stormy day but we went to surf and yeah. we went um we had cuppa and, and then sat in the car my car for a couple of hours yeah. and just we had a yarn we did for those internationals who are not aussies yarn is a, a chat a good old chin wag yeah that other word, word chin wag is <laughs> aussies have so many words we had a chat uh for a couple of hours <laughs> and uh and then i went through a real thing where i was really scared mm. to, to hurt you if mm. it wasn't going to work out mm. And so I, I did some work 
uh, with did. someone. You stepped up and did some I work. I did some work around that because it, it, I wasn't scared about me getting hurt. I was scared scared about if it didn't work out, me hurting you. Yeah. Um, and so that was interesting. So, mm. yeah, a couple of months later, I surprised you. You did. Yeah, and I asked her to marry me. Yeah. When we're having my housewarming. You did. That was uh that was, was a bit of fun. Quite a moment. It was a moment. Yeah. But I loved it. Mm. Yes, that was an astonishing moment. I had no idea that was coming. No. Mm. I surprised you and you said yes. Yeah, I did. I did. Mm. My gut said yes straight away. Yeah. And then in August last year, so that was uh eight, nine months later we got married. Yeah. In front of a hundred ish of uh, our closest friends we did I mean our tribes came together and it was it was just wonderful and it was such a joy love filled an epically joyous day wasn't it it was it Mm. was really next level it was wonderful yeah and so we wanted to do this one because people ask us you know what's your story Mm. because we've got so many followers on the podcast yeah but at the same time to give those of you who have not found love yet yeah hope yeah, because um, and part of that hope is that you've got to hold space that there is someone out there for you. Because if we keep doing that, and we've got to be engaged with life, mm. it's really easy as we age to withdraw. Yes, and to lose confidence yes. and things like that. And it's important to stay engaged in life. And I have people say, "Oh, where when you know you've gone and found Alice and you're all in love? When you know what dating app will I use? I tried dating apps, guys." And I I definitely had some dates and I met some cool shit women. Uh, however, I realized I was not going when I when I found you, or you know, mm-hmm. I'd I'd come to the space beforehand that uh when I I'd done work and I was ready to date again, which was uh my mates would always say, Oh, you know, when are you when are you gonna date again? I'm going, no, I'm just not ready yet, just happy being on my own. Mm-hmm. And I was not receptive to dating I was I was very much just I was dealing with a dying mum and just life I really was and I went I haven't got the brain capacity to date anyone and anyway some of my mates asked me on a Saturday surf and they said you know you're gonna date and I went you know what I actually am I'm ready I'm ready and I rattled off a list of things that kind of chick that I wanted to meet yeah and it was like four days later you messaged me yeah. but you know the energy opened it did it did, and you, but you also changed your music, didn't you? I did. Yeah, you well, consciously, yeah, you consciously thought through the I type of me. woman that you wanted to meet, yeah. and you shifted some fundamental things in your life in a way that would meet that type of woman. Yeah, very much. So I really believe in energy, and I love music, and I, I have this the kind of I'm a, I'm a hard ass rock and rolly kind of chick. And at the same time, at the other end of the spectrum, you know, I love playing my ukulele and stuff. And I've got this COVID just changed my whole lifestyle with not traveling Mm. for a few years and um, and doing more of the surfing, relaxed kind of life. And I went, wow, if I'm going to, if I want to really, you know, attract the chick that I want, the woman that I'm on, the woman of my dreams, I I knew I needed to change my energy. And Mm. it was a really mindful thing. And I remember sitting one day and just really feeling into what was the vibe that I wanted to carry forth in my relationships yeah. as I, you know, through the rest of my life, setting up that I was going to, you know, right from the start, the, the intention to create and work on a relationship differently to what I'd done in the past, yeah. which hadn't worked. 
And so music became part of it. And I created a whole different playlist. And I played that playlist all the time. I put that vibe into me. Mm-hmm. And definitely then you couldn't have dated me three years ago. No. Fuck, I would have I was not the person for you three mm-hmm. years ago. I really wasn't. Yeah. So I needed to do the work on me. I needed to be open and receptive to what I wanted because previously like my vibe my thought of what I wanted and my vibe um didn't match no. the energy wasn't congruent and there was right. no way I was going to attract who I thought I needed or what not needs the wrong word that I wanted in a, in a partner yeah a wife uh, but I did things really consciously mindfully to change my energy because we are we attract what we are and so people go, oh, I want an outgoing, fun person, and they're miserable as shit sitting home watching telly. Well, you are not going to attract a fun, loving, out there partner if you're sitting home yeah. doing miserable, miserable, I can't find someone. So I just want to talk into that too, into that, that we'll yeah. be the person that you want to attract, yeah. be that life, be that be that vibe. Yeah, they're all really, really important things that you did. And for myself, you know, I did a, I did some really serious work on what's known as emotional regulation. Mm-hmm. I realised through the therapy that I'd done that, um, you know, I was getting triggered by different things. I hadn't ever known about that, and how to and how to kind of control that triggering mm. and manage it well. And so I did a heap of work mm. around that, so that in a relationship. Because relationships will always set off our triggers. We we attract the partner to trigger us to grow. Yeah. We do. We, yeah. It's just a, it's one of those laws of nature you can't beat. That's right. And yeah. so I did a lot of the work around emotional regulation mm. and and I use my breath. I know now, I notice when I've been triggered mm. and I take responsibility to bring yourself for back that, to, to bring myself back to centre yeah. and that's made a huge difference yeah. in my ability to be in more present a in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. and Both entirely us. loving and respectful. Mm. Yeah, mm. and I, I want to mention kind of with that, it's mm. we've all been hurt in the past and what happens is when we are, we it's really easy to put a, a bit of a wall up, really is. And then if we, it, it's big. I, You know, I remember even Shane, you know, one of my best friends and my assistant saying, Jen, will you just let her love you? Mm. And it was like I had, you know, you just, you get at 99% of the wall down, there's this 1% that's mm. just scared. Yeah. But if you, if I'd said to you, Alice, I am 99% sure that I want to <laughs> marry you and have you as my wife for the rest of my life. You would have gone, fucking no. Would you? I yeah, I would have. Yeah, and yet yeah. when we have that little piece of a wall up, that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. We're not even aware of it. It's just like, oh, a little bit of safety because I've been hurt in the past. Oh, shit, that doesn't work. Mm. It just doesn't. We've At some stage we have to trust and just let down the, the guard and just go, mm. I am giving this my best. There is no crystal balls. There's no guarantees. But we that surrendering is such an important part. It is. Otherwise, we can't. You'll never get what you need Yeah. because they can feel it. You can feel it yeah. if, if someone's not all in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. hold hope. Yeah. Do your work, whatever your work is. Do your is. work is. Yeah, whatever you your Create a is. different playlist play for the, the energy you want to be in life or whether it's the you know, you need to do any therapy, and, and I did my hippy-trippy versions of therapy. Do whatever it is you need yeah. to do. If you are single and you're wanting to call in a partner, 
be in an energy now. Yeah. Be open and receptive and yeah. allow it to come in. Yeah. Yeah. But I would also say here, my beautiful wife. Yes, my beautiful Jennifer wife. Jennifer Jeffries. Mrs. Alice McKinnon. You know, I, I had spent my life up until 57 just assuming that I was straight. You know, I just assumed. Mm. And, you know, in in this day and age, there is... There is our sexuality and there is also gender fluidity, hmm. you know, and younger generations are much more able to go with the flow around gender fluidity without getting triggered. Yeah. But, you know, don't have to assume that your sexuality is anything. It's fixed in, to it's anything. Fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Nice point. Thank you. Hmm. We love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to to talk love and say that we can find love at any age, yeah. any age, if we're open and receptive to do yeah. so. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Mrs. Alice. Thanks, Mrs. Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcast every month. I draw one lucky person who leaves a review on Apple Podcasts to have a free one-hour consultation with me. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you always catch the next episode. And if you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below. Join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember, when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.